Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. Welcome to the following on podcast from TalkSport. I'm John Norman and alongside Steve Harmison looking back at day one of the fifth test between England and India at Edgbaston. And if you think we've seen some incredible action this year, well, India have proven that they probably invented baseball. You're listening to Following On. So if you're listening to the show by now, you uh, no doubt know it was uh, India who were asked to bat first. Ben Stokes uh, calling correctly and uh, in real bowler-friendly conditions, uh, throwing the ball to the bowlers. And it uh, it paid off immediately. Jimmy Anderson uh, dismissing both openers, Shubman Gill and Cheteshwar Pujara, early uh, at lunch, which was... Uh, a shortened session, just 20.1 overs uh, available because the rain came in. India struggling, 53 for two. A two-hour break for the bad weather meant that when India came out again, it was still very, very uh, friendly conditions to the bowlers. Uh, the new ball was, uh, as I say, just 20 overs old. And this time it was Matthew Potts uh, who struck two quick wickets, uh, getting rid of Vahari. Uh, first up, LBW for 20. Uh, inducing an edge from Virat Kohli's bat set to bowl him for 11. And when Shreya Sire was dismissed, caught brilliantly down the leg side by Jimmy uh, by Sam Billings from the bowling of Jimmy Anderson. India were in uh, a little bit of trouble. 98 for 5 with Ravindra Jadeja and Rishabh Pant at the crease. Uh, at first, uh, Pant, well, looked like he was playing in roller skates. But once he got his eye in, he started to make it count. He bludgeoned the England bowlers. Uh, forcing uh, ball changes and frustration. There were overthrows, expensive overs of spin from Jack Leach, whose nine overs went for 71. And really, it was uh, something of a relief when late in the day, he was finally dismissed by Joe Root. 146, though, and alongside Jadeja, had put on a record for the sixth wicket for India. 
uh, in England. 320 for six became 323 for seven when uh, Takur was surprised by lifting delivery from Ben Stokes. But Shadez is still there at stumps. And this game is well and truly alive. 338 for seven, India. Right, let's get on with the show. Story of the day. Well, Harmi, what we learned today was England didn't invent counter-attacking cricket three tests ago, did they? Because Rishabh Pant has been doing it since ball one of test cricket. I was at Trent Bridge a few years back on his debut. His first scoring shot, a six. And... um, I, I thought today, I thought it was amazing to watch. A really, really entertaining. I tell you what, if Test cricket continues like this, then there won't be any problem getting people into uh, into the grounds because it, it's been another terrific day's cricket. It has, and it, oh, he was the icing on the cake, was Rishabh Pant. I thought England won a toss, made the right decision, bowled first, put pressure, because you've got to remember England are 2-1 down in this series, even though it's like nine months ago. Um, we have got to win the game. So I think Ben's thinking, if there's anything in it, we go first morning, try and win the game or try and be ahead of the game at lunchtime. And I thought, you know what? They did the, the bowl nicely first up this morning. I was sat, I sat right behind the bowler's arm from the pavilion end, James room end, Stuart Broad, and he bowled beautifully broadly. He did. He just didn't get any luck. Ball wasn't nicking it. Um, played and missed. Jimmy from obviously from the other end had it on a on a bit of string. Potts bowled nicely five overs for not very many. And when it rained, it was like it was just. I thought I remember doing. I was doing hospitality today, and I was I was standing there at lunchtime, and I was going, "We've been robbed of twenty minutes of greatness because bro, uh, Anderson's first ball to Coley went in, second ball to Coley in, and his third ball just swung a little bit away, and he's rocked forward, got himself you know off strike, planted one, got down the other end. And I thought, you know what? This is going to be great just before lunch. What a contest. And then the rain came. <laughs> Typical England, the rain came. But England were in a good position then. Um, and then it was it was pure counter-attack. I thought Pant played unbelievably well. I went from right behind the bowler's arm um, before lunch in the, in the chairman's suite to the side on to a, a box I was doing um, just after lunch. And then later on, sort of between lunch and tea, I went to the other end, sort of third man from um, from the third man for a right-hander to the from the pavilion end. And watching Rashad Pan from side on was brilliant because he kept coming out of his crease, he kept going back deep in his crease, and then he would run at the ball. And you know, his first twenty balls, he had roller skates on. Then he started getting going. Then he played one of the best counter-attack innings as you've seen in. A lot of people will say, well, he, he just he just belts it when it's flat. This, this wasn't flat today. And that was his fourth hundred and five, fourth out of his five hundreds away from home on pitches which have been challenging. Um, I thought it was a masterclass in counteracting. Stokes kept his field in. Just thought at times he could have gone a little bit defensive. He brought Leach on before himself and sat with Ian Bell for a bit. This afternoon, and we we're talking about why did he bring Leach on over Stokes? And I think a lot of it was by the wicket. I think he thought, you know what, Leach has just took ten for in a match. Can we get Jack on? Can Rashad Pant run past one? Can he chip one up in the air? Um, and it backfired because he belted him for seventy-one and nine overs. 
Um, it was just a, a brilliant innings. And I think the, 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 the sort of sessions after lunch and to the end of play, from Ben's point of view as captain, was a lot like he's bowling. There was some good stuff in there. There was some ill discipline because he bowled 10 no balls um, and he was relatively expensive. So when you look at it, it's been India's day. I said right at the start, I thought Ashwin would play and I thought if England bowl first and England have to chase the way they've been going, which is against New Zealand, you know, we'll go hard, we go at you, we get to the, the fourth innings and we'll chase whatever you set us. Difference is now India have got a spinner. New Zealand had a Tom Noddy spinner. India have got a spinner. And I think if England have to chase anything over 250, said that this morning, then I think India would win. And that's largely down to Judeja, who batted brilliantly as well. Do you think that England bowl first if they're coming up against um, an India side in the third test? Or do you think that they one of the reasons they bowl first was the conditions, as Stoke said, but also they're coming up against an India side that's played one game kind of against themselves and Leicestershire? Yeah, I think the bowl first largely, no Robert Sharma. I think that was a, a factor. I thought the wicket had a little bit in it, looking from a distance. Yeah, that's a good that's a good point. If Rohit Sharma and KL Rahul are the openers, do you think England bowl first? I think Ben's gone in the conditions. So you'd probably say yes, he would bowl first. Um, put pressure on Braun Anderson even more. I thought the wicket looked from a distance. It looked as though it had a bit of dampness in it. There was two wickets, probably about four pitches apart. The wicket they played on and another one. I don't know what pitch that was for, but it looked as though there were. It was like a dark brown. It was a. It had a little bit of. It looked as though it had a little bit of a damp texture to it. Um, I think, and then the cloud cloud coming over at ten thirty in the morning, I think was made the right decision. Ben Bowling first. Um, I just don't think you can take anything away from the way Pant plays. I thought fifty six was it? You know, fifty six for two. I think at at, at lunch. And then 90, you, you look at it, 98 for five. Yeah. But we've, 98 for five. But, so. but we've seen this, 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 all three or four tests now, haven't we? The ball for the first 30 overs, you know, good bowling, good conditions for bowling um, and a couple of poor shots. But I thought, I thought England bowled New, India out, you know, uh, pretty much. But uh, Sean McGill, that was a, a, a poor dismissal. And then the ball just goes flat and you can see them trying to change it for the next 50 overs. And that's, that's what happened against New Zealand. And that's what has, seems to have happened today. Yeah, and I think that's where Judeja comes into it. And that's where I thought Ashwin would come into it. And that's, I can't believe Ashwin hasn't, hasn't played. Um, Ravi Shastri said on TV that he would pick the same side. He would have picked Shadal Thakur. I just look at the way the game has gone in England so far this summer. And I think it's a message. This is a, a memo, a message to South Africa. Um, here, Maharaj and Shamsi plays one day as he doesn't really play test matches. Harmer. You've got Harmer, who just took, what, he took first. 16 wickets in the, in the, game, in the game recently. Um, for me, you play two spinners in England because if you're trying to change the ball, the ball's gone soft. And it's not happening for your seamers. Then you have control from one end and attack 
from the other end um, with with spin bowling options. And I think if Ashwin had Ashwin plays in this game, I think England England are in real real trouble. I think if England can get over the first thirty overs tomorrow, the pitch will be a little bit drier, a little bit quicker, better for batting on. England turn it into a one innings game, or if England potentially could go past. Bear in mind, India could be bowled out for 360. If England England need to go and get 450. England need to go and get 450. Because England don't want to chase 250 on this surface. They've done it. And people are listening to this and go, oh, we've just done, we've just chased 250 against India, against New Zealand twice. This is a different game. Umra fourth innings, reverse swing. Ravinder Judeja. You've got to remember Michael Bracewell was the New Zealand spinner. And he's, as a spin bowling option, not the greatest. Judeja is a completely different animal. So I think possibly when the ball's at the way they are at this minute in time, after 30 overs trying to get them changed, might be England even might be thinking further down the line in, in the back end of this summer. We might might try and get Ali to come back and play that little bit earlier because that number eight batsman, that fourth, that sort of third seamer just might turn into a second spinner if these balls stay the way they are and the pitches the way they are. Because after 30 overs in this contest, England was searching for something to happen. Potts went round the park in his sort of second and third spell. Stokes was ill-disciplined. He went round the park. In India, bowling, bowling any sort of decent spin, India will milk it. Bowling average spin, first innings when it's not turning, India will belt it. And that's what they did to Jack Leach. Moment of the day. So moment of the day actually happened yesterday on uh, Thursday. I forget what day it is. Ben Stokes came out and said, Zach Crawley's got all summer. And then went, you know, on and on about how great a player he is, which is absolutely fine. But is that also a mistake? Because, you know, one of the criticisms about Trevor Bayliss was that he was used to say, I'd like to give a player one too many games and one fewer, which is fine. But then, of course, you only play a certain amount of tests. So that means that, you know, we might be one. You know, so Crawley fails again in this one, then the first test against South Africa. I know it's a lot of what ifs, but the player himself doesn't look quite right to me anyway. But what do I know? But essentially, doesn't that remove the option for England of actually blooding somebody else? You know, when it may be absolutely obvious to everyone that Crawley needs a little bit of a sit down and a, and a spell out the game. Yeah, I think there's there's an adverse way of backing your player sometimes, which is, you're my man, you're my man, you're my man. But if that man is batting left-handed when he's a <laughs> right-hander, then you are actually being counterproductive towards not only your man, but your team, and more importantly, your credibility. Because you come out and say... He's got four test matches. If Zach Crawley walks off the field like he did at Hesley, he can't play another test match. He can't. You know, he looked, he looked, he looked a shell. He looked, uh, and I'm a Zach fan. Always has been, always will be. And, and you know, we can go through following on podcasts, cricket collectives, the old lot. I back Zach Crawley and I want him in my team because I want him to do well. And I think the ceiling on Zach Crawley is massive. But sometimes you just have to take them out the out the equation for a little bit. Sometimes you have to let them go back 
and belt 80 mile an hour but he, because he, he we want him to go and stand there and and be, be be very positive we want him to be proactive when at the top of the order against the new ball now he might have to go back and play a first class cricket and belt 80 mile an hour bowlers all round Canterbury for a little bit just to get his rhythm back just to get him in a better place and then come back in and then do it at 85 90 mile an hour against Jasper Bumra and Mahmoud Shami Nokia, Rabada, and and the like. Um, so there is parts of it which can be counterproductive. So going and backing him like Ben's done to say that you will be ready, he will be involved in the next four test matches. Um, dangerous. Um, if he was a middle order batsman, I'm not sure Ben would have been saying what he was saying. Just simply because I don't think we've got too many options when it comes to opening a bat. If it's a number four or a number five, well, it's not going to be a number four because the best player, in the world, best player that's ever played the game is arguably our number four. But if it was a number five or a, you know, somebody else, you'd think with Brooke in the pipeline and batting well, you think Oof, England probably possibly would have made the change. Sibley, does he fit into this new Baz ball that I keep hearing? I think he does. I think Sibley is probably the next one in if Crawley fails this this week. Um, he doesn't play the way that everybody wants Crash Bang Wallop. But I don't think I don't think the, the McCullum Stokes sort of mantra that everybody thinks it's like teeing off. I don't think it is. I think they, they give you freedom. I think these two guys at the top of our game, English cricket, are giving players freedom to be the best player that person individual can be and go out and play his own game and whether that's Alex Lees blocking it every now and again or Sibley coming in where he comes in and blocks it or you know whether Crawley goes at it and goes hard at it I think they give you freedom to go and be the best person you can be so from that uh, aspect I think it's been I think it was very dangerous yesterday Ben saying Zach Crawley will be in the team in four games time I think if Zach Crawley doesn't perform in this game, I think it might be the best thing for Zach Crawley. And he might he might not, thank you for saying this, but it might be the best thing for Ben Stokes and Brendan McCullum to say to Zach Crawley, look, go and get some runs. Just go away and get some runs and we'll pick you again because we want you in our side. You fit the way we want to play. But at this minute in time, you're not, you're not doing yourself any good. You're not doing the team any good. Um, and it might be a good thing that we we just give you a little bit of a break. That's the way I would. That's where I would go with Zach Crowley. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at fifty dollars, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Life is full of awesome what-ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. If your passion for travel is on par with your passion for cricket, 
then I have some excellent news. The ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup final is being hosted in Barbados this June, which makes it the perfect destination for your summer holidays this year. To make the most of your trip, you can also experience eight matches from the series in Barbados, including England against Scotland and England against Australia. In under a month's time, you could be spending your days exploring the vibrant streets of Bridgetown, drinking rum in the sunshine and experiencing exotic Bayesian delicacies in the culinary capital of the Caribbean. There truly is something for everyone. There's no need to wait a second longer. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados. Truly the best place to be a cricket fan. What is going to happen tomorrow? Okay, Harmi, what's going to happen tomorrow? Um, I think it's going to be the best day for batting on. Oh, really? I think it's going to be... Conditions. The weather's a bit iffy tomorrow. The weather's a bit iffy, but I think the surface is going to be the best it's going to be tomorrow. I think England needs to get an early wicket in that being Jadeja. If England can bowl India out for 360... I think England are still in this game, big time. If India get 400 and Jadeja can take the game away from you quickly, if India get 400, I think England, I think it, I think England struggle to win this this match because I think England do not want to be given away 200 fourth innings, and if that's the case, England won't win. Jadeja will bowl England out. He's too good. And fourth innings, and no matter what anybody says, this this great side has gone and smashed it, and we're getting over the line. I think England have to bat well tomorrow. They can't be 50 for five. They can't be reliant on Root and Bestow to get them out of trouble again, because it's gonna it's gonna come a time where it's not gonna happen. England's top order have got to stand up, um, and they've got to put a day's cricket together, a full day's cricket batting together tomorrow. If they do it. They're still in with a chance of this test match. If India get if India get close to four hundred, I can't see England scoring enough runs for them not to chase over two fifty, two hundred, two fifty. If they do that, Jadeja wins a game for them. Wow! I tell you what, this game I think is set up beautifully. Uh, I'm really looking forward to day two. Um, I think there's going to be something in it for the bowlers because of the overheads, and something in it for the batters because of the pitch. And uh, and I think the ball gets so dead off the 30 overs as well. So, um, look, we'll be back. Actually, no, it's Jared. Me and Jared yeah. tomorrow. Uh, but me and you will be back on Sunday. So, Harmi, thanks for all your time. I'll see you in 48 hours. And if you listen to following on podcast, thanks for listening. And we'll see you tomorrow. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. 
Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you are keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.